Hello, my name is Anne, and welcome to the Liberty Beacon Revealing Truth program, where we lift you up in liberty. Now let's join our broadcast as Pastor Earl Wallace and Pastor Mark Brumbaugh explains how the Bible applies to our personal and civic lives. Do you know that one does not have to be converted to Christianity to enjoy the benefits of living under Christianity? I believe it is important for God's church to acknowledge that the First Amendment of the U.S. Constitution gives evidence that America's founding fathers gave us a Christian nation because God will not bless a nation to heal our land if we persist in seeing it and ourselves through the paradigm of a lie called separation of church and state. Jesus says in John 8:32, truth sets us free. So we also need to see that Satan uses lies to enslave us and our nation. It seems counterintuitive to me that churches who quote separation of church and state actually also pray and attend events to petition God to influence our governments and government officials from which they say God should remain separate. Does it not seem inconsistent and contradictory to us that people who quote separation of church and state attend prayer events so that the state will be influenced by God whom they say should remain separate from the affairs of state? As Bible-believing Christians, we should be honest students of history and do a little research to understand that the reason God blessed America's founding fathers to construct the First Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, which conjoins five rights centered around biblical Christianity, the only religion they practiced, is because biblical Christianity is supposed to accomplish the following. One, it is to inform our national conscience of what is right and wrong and how we are to conduct ourselves in our personal, civic, and government affairs. And biblical Christianity is to be the guide for, two, our speech, both what we speak up for and what we speak out against and what is considered wholesome and perverted. Biblical Christianity is supposed to, three, guide how the press is supposed to conduct itself to report crime as that which is consistent with what the Bible calls sin and to report as noteworthy that which the Bible calls praiseworthy. Four, we are free to assemble so we can worship God and exercise our freedom of speech rights to pray in public and bless God in public. Five, in the event that our government strays from these biblical principles, we are supposed to mass ourselves together to petition the government to obtain a redress, a righting of the wrongs of such grievances. No one is saying everyone in America has to be a born-again Christian. Neither did America's founding fathers establish a theocracy. What they designed was a culture where each individual was encouraged to self-govern under the Ten Commandments. Of course, our nation's civics laws are based on those commandments, as everyone has a right not to be murdered, stolen from, lied to, or about. The beauty of American society and those that traditionally operated as Christian cultures is that you don't have to be a Christian nor convert to Christianity to enjoy the benefits of living in one. What we've enjoyed in Western civilization, and in America in particular, is unlike anything the world has ever seen or known, which are cultures based upon everyone trying to treat each other according to the Ten Commandments and other biblical principles such as turn the other cheek and love your neighbor as you love yourself. Acknowledging this history, and explaining it to others. And this is how we get lifted up in liberty. Thank you for listening. We hope you will join us in fulfilling 2 Chronicles 7.14 by repenting and turning to righteousness through Jesus Christ so God heals our land. For more information about how the Bible applies to every aspect of life, including civics, visit us at libertycfchurch.org. You can mail us at P.O. Box 235, Latham, New York, 12110.